Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is gonna throw us curveballs, that we're gonna doubt our greatness, our ideas and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason. And I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Coach Kelly, and today we are going to take a deep dive into empathy, utilizing emotional intelligence, which I just feel like we can't get enough of now. And we have an amazing episode and guest. Oh my gosh, you guys are going to love her here today that I am super excited about. And she is an expert in all things emotional intelligence. And we both share a deep passion for leadership development. So you will love all the nuggets she's bringing to the podcast today. Before we dive into this, it's time for listener shout outs and gratitude. Each week, we are giving our listeners a shout out and a huge thanks for sharing their reviews on the podcast. So listen in and keep those amazing reviews coming because you may be featured next. So let's take a look. Okay. Today, we hear from Ace1450. And Ace1450 says, Thank you for the boost of energy each week and great activities each week to keep us moving forward. I look forward to my weekly dose of taking the lead in my life. Hello. Oh, this has made my day. Right, right. (laughs) Awesome. Ace1450, thank you. Thank you so much for that amazing review. And we will keep bringing the energy and your weekly dose of taking the lead. Thank you so much. Okay, let's dive in and create a leadership distinction. As I mentioned, we're going to take a deep dive into empathy. As a leader, empathy is a world-class value, and it shows up in our day-to-day action or not. And empathy is the ability to be with people in a way that honors their perspective, feeling their feelings with them, staying out of judgment, recognizing emotions, and being able to communicate their emotion. It truly requires us to seek to understand before being understood. Thank you, Stephen Covey. And we've got to do it over and over and over again. And so why is empathy important? Well, it just is. No, really. It is because it drives connection In today's world, we are crying out for more connection and more understanding and more action. Empathy is truly about being with people from a place of vulnerability, and we don't always do that naturally because society dictates that if we're vulnerable or tap into our emotions, then we must be weak. 
And truly, vulnerability is a world-class value of leadership and one of the most challenging ones to access. It, it really is. But it's the one that drives true relationship and connection. So we are all about go ahead and be vulnerable. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It really is the key to being empathetic. So when human beings connect, there is so much more possibility to create strong partnerships. And that's a little of what we're going to talk about today. So I am super, super excited to introduce to the podcast today, Janine Hamner-Holman. And she is an internationally recognized speaker and an expert on leadership development, organizational management, and how our brains work. I love that. And what it takes to attract and retain world-class talent. As CEO of the J&J Consulting Group, Janine brings more than 30 years experience to the stage for her workshops and her trainings. She uses scientifically validated strategies and tools to build high-performance teams enhance organizational functioning, and develop organizations and leaders with whom everyone wants to work. She's worked with everything from Fortune 200 companies to local nonprofits. They're highly committed to uncovering and solving the challenges they face at the root cause level. I love that so much. I have the honor of working with this incredible woman. She is a client of mine. We have worked together for many, many years, and her work is outstanding. And I love that we always get to play in the leadership development field together as well. So not just a client, she's also a colleague and a friend. And you guys are going to love her. She's going to bring some amazing goodness today with her brilliance and her huge heart. So, Janine, I'm so excited to welcome you to the podcast. I'm so grateful you're here today. How are you doing? Ah, thanks, Kelly. I'm so glad to be here with you today. And I, I love your the energy that you bring to this podcast is the same energy that you bring to our coaching call. So it's really, it's really fun to get to be here with you as you're creating this and as you are really creating these distinctions for everyone. I'm, I'm very honored to have the opportunity to be here with you. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We've been talking about this for a while. So I'm like a kid in a candy store right now that Janine's here with us. Janine, I'd love it if you would share a little bit about you and your background. I know, uh, you know, I shared a little bit in introducing you, but I'd love for the listeners to hear straight from you a little bit about you and your background and your business. Awesome. Way back when, in the dark ages, like in the late 1980s, I was, one of my first jobs out of school was I was doing a, an assessment of public schools in Brooklyn, New York, and which was a really interesting place to do that kind of assessment because there were, you know, just like in a lot of places, really great public schools and really challenging public schools. And so there was one day that I was in a community that uh, was then definitely known as Bed-Stuy, as is sometimes 
also known as Bedford-Stuyvesant. It is now a very trendy place in Brooklyn. It was then uh, the home to a lot of early rappers who were talking about the gangs and the violence and um, the issues with police. And it was it was a tough place in the late 80s. And I was in this classroom and it happened to be raining that day. I was in the school and it happened to be raining that day. And there was water coming in the ceiling and the school had run out of classroom space. And so they had a classroom of first graders sitting in the hall and the teacher had put the ABCs up above the door jams. And I remember standing in that hall and thinking, if I had been five and sitting in a hall trying to learn how to read, what would my life have turned out like? And it's the first time that I ever remember asking myself the question that has really become the driving force of my business, which is, why is this happening? And what's my part or what can be my part in changing it? And so that, that was one of those, you know how you have those events in your life that at the moment don't seem like anything. And then looking back 30 years later, you realized like that was a seminal turning point for me. And, and that was one of those for me. It put me into almost a 20 year career of working for nonprofit organizations. And then when the economy got bad again, 12 years ago, I decided to take a step back and decide, you know, really take a look at what I wanted to do. I ended up going to work for the world's largest trash and recycling company and did that for eight years. And then four years ago, started my own company. And that question of why is this happening and what's my part? How can I help? Has really become the driving force in in my company and in the work that I take on. Incredible. It's incredible. I love that. I remember you telling me that story back, back in the dark ages, the (laughs) eighties and what drives you to, to in, in the work that you do today is absolutely incredible. Are you ready? Should we dive in to this? Let's do it today. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I know we're going to dive into empathy which I'm super excited about. And can you start with telling us what emotional intelligence is and why it's important as a leader? Absolutely. So emotional intelligence was created just after the dark ages. So (laughs) emotional (laughs) intelligence was created or was distinguished in the early 1990s by a gentleman named Daniel Goleman. And what was happening at that time was that people were realizing, social scientists were realizing, there's some people who are super, super smart, but like aren't really killing it at life. And then there are these other people who like not so smart on the IQ, but man, they're having like they're having incredible business success and they're having incredible interpersonal success. And they started wondering, is there some other kind of intelligence that's at work here? And so Daniel Goldman had been the science reporter for the New York Times, 
And so he started leading a group of scientists in looking at and trying to discover, was there another kind of intelligence that was happening? And they realized there was. It's often sort of what my mom called street smarts when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Really, what emotional intelligence is about is understanding and being able to perceive our own emotions, regulate our own emotions, develop connections with other people, understand their emotions and where they're coming from. That's actually, I'm going to pause right there because that's how emotional intelligence was when it first got created in the in the early 1990s. And then about nine or 10 years ago, people started realizing, huh, there's something to this emotional intelligence stuff that really connects to the business world. And so this thing that had started as sort of personal growth, self-development, they realized that there are real implications for this at work. And part of what they realized is that when we lean into our emotional intelligence and Unlike our IQ, our intelligence quotient, which is really set very young in life, like wherever we are on the IQ is wherever we're going to be on the IQ. But emotional intelligence is different. It can grow and develop with, with work and attention. And so they realize that people who lean into emotional intelligence, who are high in emotional intelligence, they are creating a workplace where people feel safe Mm -hmm. and where because they feel safe, they can actually say what they think and say what they perceive about what's happening, which for leaders is critical because we can't make good decisions if we're only getting half of the information or if we're only getting the information that people think we want to hear. And so when we create that safe environment, then we can make good decisions. And so they realize there's a direct connection between emotional intelligence and decision-making. And they also realized that when we understand what's happening in our emotional life and we can communicate that well and we can connect with what's happening in other people's emotional lives, just like you were talking about earlier, it creates that feeling of safety and it also then helps us regulate or not our stress tolerance and our stress management and our ability for resilience, our ability to pivot, which is so important right now. And so it expanded from this world of personal growth and self-development into the business world. And, And so a lot of people are still only now hearing about it because it's continued to develop. And Over the last few years, organizations that you might not think of as so touchy-feely, like the military and professional football, have realized that there's something to this emotional intelligence stuff. And so in the military, they are training soldiers on and, and, and leaders in the military on emotional intelligence. And in professional sports, they're now hiring coaches who are high in emotional intelligence. So it's really becoming much more mainstream. 
That's incredible. It's incredible because I think also with emotional intelligence and, and as a leader, being able to create that space and place of feeling safe to be authentic, to ask for what's wanted and needed. I imagine, and I know we're going to do another episode on emotional intelligence and communication, but I mean, Mm -hmm. just how that would shift communication. Because I know in the work that I do, and I know you hear this too, so many times I might be working with clients that don't know how to express what's actually really going on. And it just creates this like muddiness in the water. So it's really refreshing to see that it's really starting to become a big thing. And I think it's fascinating that it's showing up in sports. Right. Um, I love that. I think it's I love it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I know empathy is a part of emotional and in- emotional intelligence. And I know we're going to dive a bit deeper into that today. Can you please tell us more about that? Absolutely. So if you think about it, Emotional intelligence begins with understanding what's happening with me and then communicating, being able to communicate that to other people and then being able to connect with people on their emotions. And that's where empathy is really critical. And and Kelly, I loved the definition that you gave about what empathy is. One of the ways that I often think about empathy and and that I coach people sometimes around empathy is that it's imagining yourself into somebody else's emotions. Mm -hmm. And then, as you said, feeling it with them. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that's really different about sympathy and empathy. Mm -hmm. Sympathy is more like, oh, Kelly, I'm so sorry that that's happening to you over there. Like, I'm not with you in what's happening. I'm so sorry that that's over there versus empathy, which is, oh, man, Cal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, could, you could hear it in my voice. If you could see me, my body changed. Mm-hmm. My posture changed. Mm-hmm. I'm physically leaning in like, mm-hmm. oh, I am so sorry. And I've been there. I've mm-hmm. been there, too. And man, this sucks. And I am, I am here with you in it. And whenever you're ready to come out, I will come out with you. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm with you in whatever's happening. And mm-hmm. so one of the things that's been super interesting is... You know, there have been all of these studies about what's happening with all of us collectively in this COVID-19 time. And one of the things that is true is that all of our emotional intelligence skills have gone down, except empathy. Mm-hmm. We've really leaned into empathy because we've realized there is such a a need. You were talking in the intro, like humans need connection. Mm-hmm. We are we are herd animals. We don't really think of ourselves that way, but we are. And so, and one of the things I know that you and I love to talk about and that I love to talk about is brain science and how mm-hmm. our brains work. And mm-hmm. so, you know, ancestrally, 
we are herd animals and we like it when we are connected to other people. I'm reading a book right now, which I'm going to recommend. It's called Transcend, Mm -hmm. The New Science of Self-Actualization. It's by a doctor, a PhD named Scott Barry Kaufman. And what he's doing is he's looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And, you know, we all think of Maslow's needs in a triangle with transcendence at the top. And Maslow never actually created a triangle. And so that image that we have of you get, you, you deal with safety and then you can move to the next connect next level and create connection. And then you can move to the next level. That wasn't at all what Maslow had conceptualized back in the 1930s and 40s and 50s when he was, was working. And so what Dr. Kaufman is doing is taking that and updating all of it. And he spends a lot of time talking about the need for connection, the need for safety, and the critical role that empathy plays in that, which is, I got, you know, one of the things that you always say to me is, I got you. Mm-hmm. Which, which, is, which is empathy encapsulated. It is, I am here with you. And in this time of COVID, when we've all been feeling so disconnected, and there was a brilliant New York Times uh, front page article about how we are all being uh, like socially stunted by the fact that we have so little different kinds of interactions with other people. I was talking with a client just the other day about how time is so weird in this time of COVID. And did that happen Last week? Was it yesterday? Was it last month? And part of it is that there are not enough things that are different that are happening in each day that our brain can really track the progress of time. And so because we are missing all of those things, leaders who are high in empathy already are realizing the best way that I can stay connected with my people and from a selfish business point of view, the best way that I can get the most from my people, the best from my people, is by staying connected with them through empathy. Mm -hmm. And so it's having people really lean into that that you were talking about earlier being vulnerable and telling the truth, talking about like, how really is it? I was right before this call, I was on the phone with a client who was saying, who was talking about, you know, I get up in the morning, I'm, I'm fine, my kids are fine, my wife is fine. And then within 30 seconds, I'm yelling at the mailman. I'm like, what, what is going on? And part of it is that like our baseline of being okay has become so high that it's almost like our baseline is in the middle of our forehead. Mm-hmm. And so we get up and we're fine, but it's somewhere between the middle of our forehead and the top of, <laughs> the top of our head. And then something happens. We get an annoying email. Somebody looks at us crosswise. Uh, somebody says something in a tone that we don't like and we're underwater. Mm-hmm. And and we bark and we're 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 not we're not kind in the way that we want to be kind to other people. 
and in the way that actually keeps us connected. And so that's what empathy does. It, it creates that real connection with people where we can tell the truth about the fact that, you know, that our baseline has become incredibly high and, you know, really telling the truth, like we're actually all having a hard time. Mm-hmm. We're juggling so much and there's so much uncertainty and our brains hate uncertainty mm-hmm. and it just keeps ramping up or it ramps up and then it ramps back down and then it ramps up and it ramps back down. And that kind of roller coaster is also incredibly difficult for our brain. It feels like, just like you and I live here in Southern California, occasionally we have earthquakes Mm -hmm. and that phenomenon of like, man, it just feels like it's never going to stop with the aftershocks. Our brain has a really hard time dealing with that. So that's what gets created with empathy is that real connection and then opportunity for safety, opportunity for truth telling, and and then much greater enhanced business performance. Absolutely. And I think that, oh my gosh, there were so many good nuggets in there. I think exactly what you're saying right now is we we always require empathy. We always need empathy in the world and right now. So it is refreshing to hear that empathy is actually at play. And isn't it interesting how I think a lot of times we think that empathy means I am it, it, that it's just an outward focus. Like I've got to be empathetic with others. And what I love, Janine, that you're saying is that we let me turn the mirror back around and where can I give myself some grace and where can I have empathy for myself and where I am right now? Because when we do that, then we can actually, just like you said, tell the truth and hello, I love, let's be honest, right? Before we start pretending, we can actually reveal and now we can have this connection and now we can create stronger relationships, stronger partnerships. I think that's brilliant because I don't think we always think about empathy towards ourselves. I think it's it's often taught as an outer focus thing. And so it's really both ways. That was amazing. Amazing, Janine. What are you noticing with leaders in organizations who are taking this on? So there's two organizations that immediately pop to my brain that are doing an amazing job of this. One is the CEO of Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen Several months ago, he wrote a letter which ended up going public, which was, uh, it was a letter to his people about what was happening. And, you know, when we think about the elements of the economy that are being most impacted, um, you know, it's anything related to travel and anything related to, <laughs> to food. Those are the, the elements of our re- restaurants those are the elements of our economy that are being the most impacted. And so Airbnb, just like hotels, just like the airline industry, has been massively impacted. And so he wrote a letter to his people about how hard this time is and how much he and leadership have been 
struggling and trying to figure things out and trying to tweak the business model and trying to keep all of their people at, at Airbnb, keep all of their people employed and, and how hard it's been and, and what the impact has been on him, what the impact has been on all of the people, all of the employees at Airbnb, that they were in fact going to lay people off what he knew the impact was going to be on them. He really felt the feelings of the people that he was laying off with them. He articulated with them what their feelings were going to be very accurately, very well. And he laid out their plan for, uh, for helping those people. It, it was a brilliant letter. And, and it encapsulated a lot of what Airbnb is doing. There's also a think tank called Corn Ferry, and their CEO has really been leaning into empathy over this time and has started writing public missive it's more than once a week, once or twice a week, probably it goes out. And, and he's talking about the challenges that he and other CEOs are facing in this time. And just like I was talking about how difficult it is for our brains to manage uncertainty, that's a lot of what he's talking about and how difficult it is to navigate uncertainty and how much it requires agility and how much it requires resilience mm-hmm. and both resilience and agility, we can't have them without having created a place in the organization where people really feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know, we cannot be agile and resilient if we don't feel if we don't feel like we're on strong ground. We can't mm-hmm. pivot. Mm-hmm. And we can't do any of that without empathy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it truly drives everything. It really just comes right back to it. That's why I literally call it a world-class value of yep. leadership. It, it really it's, is. It's, yeah. it's key. I love those examples. I, I think they're amazing. And it's really so, I love hearing CEOs taking on empathy. And, and I, those were two amazing examples. And I have heard so many over and over and over again. So it's just super refreshing to hear. I'm curious, do you experience this trickling out personally? Oh, sure. You know, empathy is one of those things that if we're being empathetic at work, we're being empathetic at life. We're being empathetic with our partners, with our friends, with our children, with our, with our community. And I, I want to touch, touch again on this, on this connection between empathy and vulnerability. And, and what you uh, created in the beginning, that in our culture, we have it that vulnerability is the same thing as weakness. And it is... You know, so I'm going to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. <laughs> it, it's nonsense. Absolutely. The strongest people are vulnerable. You cannot be vulnerable and not be strong. Mm-hmm. And it takes something mm-hmm. to be vulnerable, which is the very definition of strength. Mm-hmm. And... 
when we see other people being vulnerable, we as humans, we get curious and we want to be connected to those people. Mm -hmm. And so vulnerability and telling the truth about what's really going on for us, it makes our business relationship stronger. It makes our brands stronger. You know, you think about branding and marketing. When we are telling the truth about our organization and about what's happening, one of the brands that's doing the very best right now is Volvo. Mm. Because people connect it with safety. Yes, that's true. Security. And so the more that we can connect with safety and security and tell the truth about who we are and how we're all doing, the more rich our relationships, whether we're talking about personal relationships or professional relationships, the more rich they are going to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yes, it has enormous impacts in, in any area of our life. Absolutely. And I think the other thing is it also helps with building trust, doesn't Mm. it? It really, I've just, I keep seeing this over and over again, that when we access vulnerability, which by the way, vulnerability is a world-class value as well. Um, It is truly one of the hardest ones to lean into because, you know, I always say this, vulnerability is an access to authenticity. It's an access to empathy, Are there times where we are truly vulnerable and perhaps unsafe? Absolutely. Walking down a dark alley at night, hearing footsteps behind you, different (laughs) kind of vulnerability, different kind. And what Janine and I are talking about here is, is from the emotional intelligence aspect. And those that lean into it absolutely build trust, build trust. And I think as a leader, trust is key. Oh man, trust is key because Mm -hmm. everything that you're trying to create in an organization Mm -hmm. is predicated on trust. Mm -hmm. Your clients have to trust you. Mm -hmm. Your business partners have to trust you. Your employees have to trust you. Mm -hmm. One of the big things that's happening in the world right now is organizations are trying to figure out about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. And for so many organizations, they're just trying to think about, well, how do I have more people who are diverse, who are different, who are bringing different backgrounds, whether that's racial, economic, whether it's uh, sexual identity, you know, regardless of, of how different we are, you know, what the differences are, we're trying to, to, to lean into that. And organizations that are just trying to figure out how to check a box, mm-hmm. how to have more diverse people, and are also working on creating a place of psychological safety and connection and trust. Those three things go hand in hand. And if you don't have them, you are in fact not going to be successful in creating an organization that is diverse and inclusive. And inclusivity is about a seat at the table. So many things that are important in business period and that are especially important in business today are predicated on emotional intelligence and on those three things. Well, and with that, I'm going to say... (laughs) 
Absolutely. Exclamation points to the end of that, Janine. I think that was an amazing wrap up. And I agree with you 100%. So exclamation point times 100. Yes, please. Thanks. Yes, please. Yes, please. So I've got a couple of questions that I love to ask guests that I just think are really, I think it creates so much value. So do you have a couple more minutes to play? Of course. Okay, cool. Cool. I want to just ask you this. What would you tell your younger self starting out? I mean, we're young anyway. So like the younger, <laughs> younger one, the younger, younger one, Janine, what would you tell her? Oh man, I tell her a number of different things. You know, one of my dad's favorite expressions is it'll be okay. Mm. And that's part of what I what I would like to tell her. It's it's going to be all right. And one of the things that I've been talking a lot about recently is and and it connects so much to what we've been talking around about around psychological safety and feeling connected is get support. Mm-hmm. Get help when you need it. Ask for help. Man, I mean, that's something I'm still working on, mm-hmm. uh, is, is remembering that the smartest people ask for help. I don't, I want to pretend I got it and I got it all. And I, I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I, I'm great. I got it. No, I don't have it. I need help. Mm-hmm. There's times we all need help and find your tribe, find, mm-hmm. you know, get, get a coach Get, be part of a masterminding group, mm-hmm. be part of a group of people who are up to some of the same things that you're up to. Having that sense of community and connection and, and we're all in it together is so helpful. And Kelly mentioned, I'm one of her clients. I've been a client for probably five years and going strong and, and continuing to go because when Kelly and I first started working together, I was working for somebody else and starting to think about, I may want to do something different. And it took me, I don't know, a year, two years of working together to gain that both sense of confidence and, and readiness to spread my wings and do my own thing. And, and Kelly has continued to be a source of great support and coaching and inspiration to me as I uh, started and now am growing a thriving business. And so get help, find your people, get connected. I love that. I love that. I'm going to put all of these in a book for people <laughs> because it's just so it's amazing. Some of the same themes that I keep hearing and I love ask for help, find your tribe, get a coach, you know, get that support. It's so incredibly, incredibly important. And I love working with you, Janine, seeing where you started to where you've, where you can like every, every time it's like the next leap, the next leap, the next leap. And she keeps on growing and going and the difference and the contribution that you're making for people is, oh, it, for it, for me, it's, it's a happy, happy, happy day when we get on our coaching calls and I get to hear all of the things. So thank you for that. 
Speaking of your business, what's coming up next in your business? Well, one of the things that's coming up soon in my business is I am going to actually be leading a free webinar about emotional intelligence. And on November 12th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And so... If, you, if this has been intriguing to you, and if you want to know more about emotional intelligence, and uh, at the end of that webinar, I'm going to give people an opportunity to get a discount on getting a, an emotional intelligence assessment. Uh, so if this has been interesting and you're interested in more information about it, join me on November 12th. The best way to get connected to that is connect with me on LinkedIn. So you can find me on LinkedIn at Janine Hamner-Holman, J-A-N-I-N-E-H-A-M-N-E-R-H-O-L-M-A-N. You can also email me at Janine at J-A-N-D-J, written out, J-A-N-D-J-C-G, as in consultinggroup.com. That's awesome. So the 12th is, I love that because today's the 9th. And so, well, this will air on the 9th. Today's not really the 9th, but today's the 9th. That's that's when you're listening. And so in just a couple of days. Oh, in four days. Yeah, exactly. I encourage you guys to jump on Janine's free webinar. I go to every single one of her webinars and they are super engaging tons of great nuggets. And I love that you would have an opportunity to, to have a discount on, emo, on an emotional intelligence assessment. Yes, please. Janine does a great job. I myself have been assessed by Janine <laughs> in my emotional intelligence, and it is super, super eye-opening and really fun to get to work in that space. So thank you, Janine, for letting everybody know how they can get in touch with you. I am also going to include this in the show notes, how to get in touch with Janine. I will also make sure that the book that she recommended earlier is in the show notes so that you guys have access to that. Janine, thank you so much for being here today and having such a fun and important conversation about empathy and vulnerability and emotional intelligence. So many good nuggets. And I love that we get to extend that through your free webinar on the 12th. It's going to be amazing. I also want to say to you, congratulations on all you've achieved I am in awe of all the places that you go and all the places that you contribute and it's such an honor to work with you. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today and providing such tremendous value. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. All right. Remember, we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. Life is about knowing our passions, purpose, values, and creating an impact in your life and the lives of others. And who emerges from taking the lead in their lives? Well, they're going to be authentic. They're going to be vulnerable. They're going to be courageous and taking their emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence, to the next level with empathy. And that's going to create partnerships and relationships that work and build trust. Remember, we get to trust that more will be revealed as we move forward. So remember, take a pause, 
let go of worry, let go of doubt and anxiousness, and live fully the best versions of yourselves. Thank you for listening today for more resources. And if you have any questions or topics you want to address, please visit me at kellyjmobeck.com and you can email me there. We'll take these questions and topics on in future episodes together. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck and please share this podcast with the people in your life and we will continue to take the lead together. So have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. Have an awesome week, you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.